Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. So our title today is Treating Newly Diagnosed Diabetes Patients in the Ambulatory Setting. My guest is Dr. Ryan McDonough. He is the pediatric in, uh, endocrinologist at Children's Mercy Kansas City, and he also serves as the co-medical director of the Children's Diabetes Center at Children's Mercy. Dr. McDonough, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much. Well, tell me first a little bit about the Children's Mercy Diabetes Center. So we are um, a very a very big diabetes center, actually. We take care of around 2,400 kids um, across the Kansas City metro and beyond that have some form of diabetes, the vast majority uh, type 1. And uh, we have um, about 20 endocrinologists between our Kansas City and Wichita locations. Um, we're blessed to have a, a very big diabetes support staff with uh, psychologists and social workers nurses and dietitian educators that are, are part of our team. Yeah, I, so I, I, I'm looking at your bio here, and I see that your research interests include uh, the effects of sleep and education on adherence to self-management behaviors in type 1 diabetes. Tell us a little bit about how you became interested in that. You know, so my interest in, in diabetes stemmed from um, an experience in college that I had with one of my good friends who, at the time, I didn't know had diabetes. She uh, was very private about her diabetes, but uh, we were studying for a physics test, and, and turns out she started to have a low blood sugar reaction that, um, at the oh. time, I was, I was not very familiar with what that meant or what to do with it. Uh, it. I ended up having to call her mom, and her mom walked me through step-by-step step how, to, how to treat a low blood sugar. and. From that moment on, I really started being very interested in diabetes, the pathophysiology, and how someone can live successfully with such a a long-lasting, lifelong medical problem that um, impacts pretty much every part of their day. Um, It was her that that really gave me my inspiration to be an endocrinologist and to be a pediatric endocrinologist. And then from there, my interest in in diabetes just blossomed, and um, one of the things I I really like to do is, is find out how can we help people take care of their diabetes better. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And that's what you're doing, obviously, at the Children's Mercy Diabetes Center. But I understand that you're, you're going to be making a change in the way that the center cares for, I think, what you have up to maybe 300 type 1, type 2 diabetes patients. Um, tell us a little bit about what changes is happening for next year. So starting um, in January, we are making a, a fairly big um, initiative change the way that we take care of those newly diagnosed kids, those 250 to 300 kids every year that, in, that come to us with newly diagnosed diabetes. Historically, we had admitted those kids to the hospital. They spend 48 to 72 hours with us, and we teach them the basics of diabetes care in the hospital setting. And we realize that that really causes a lot of anxiety for families. It causes a lot of stress. It's the it's the overwhelming experience to not only have this new diagnosis, but then to have to be separated from your family, be separated from your home and your, your area that you're comfortable with. Um, and, and to top that all off, this new diagnosis is a lot of information that we're giving them. It yeah. is so much that they have to digest over the course of a 48-hour period that we know that, that we can't pick up everything. So what, we've, what we're doing is, is shifting that. And deciding um, that what would be best for our patients is instead of spending that 48 to 72 hours in the hospital, 
let's let's start doing this education in a clinic setting. Let's do it in the ambulatory space where people are going to be able to get that knowledge in a in a more comfortable location and then be able to go home that night and be able to spend the night back in their own home with the with the basics of diabetes care. And one of the biggest pieces of this is that we're spreading education out. Instead of condensing it all into that 48 hours where these kids and these families were really we're asking them to take a, you know, a drink of water from a fire hydrant worth of knowledge, we're going to spread it out and instead have them come back over several visits over the course of a month to really give them an opportunity to learn the basics, go home and live with those basics, come back, get some higher level skills, and then do that again. And hopefully this will, right. will really enhance their educational experience. So, so, so this is rolling out for next year. But did you test this out in a in a smaller setting to to show that there is benefit in um, approaching it this way? So we have done a few kids um, over the course of the last year who, just under different circumstances, were able to do ambulatory type education. So we have some experience with it. And then we also, um, the co-directors of the Diabetes Center, we've gone to other locations to really experience what how it's being practiced elsewhere and see it in action knowing that it works. So we, we feel very comfortable, very confident that this is going to be a, a great um, transition for our community, for our diabetes center, and for the patients that we serve. So obviously in this education uh, of the patients and the family, you focus a lot on the self-management of, of the disease. Um, tell us what are some of the, the barriers that you see to helping uh, families and the patient uh, take better care of themselves, and, and what are some of the things you specifically teach to improve self-management uh, behaviors? Yeah, so the the foundation of diabetes care is self-management, and not just knowing the basic skills, but being able to to advance those skills to be able to essentially take care of your diabetes when you're at home by, and and with um, interaction with your diabetes team as as you need. The amount of education that you get is variable depending on the person. Everyone needs a little bit different um, focus and attention, but what we what we find is that it is the foundation of of being able to take care of yourself. The big, the big hurdles are, you know, there's a lot of technical skill that's involved. You have to learn how to do an insulin injection. You have to learn how to count the carbohydrates of the foods that you're eating. You need to know what to do with blood sugars that are high and what to do when they're low. And what we do in our self-management education is address each of those topics and, and custom tailor it to the child that we're seeing. They, we want our families to be able to look at uh, a meal and know what to do with it when it comes to their child's insulin. We want them to be able to take into account the activity that's going to be coming up or changes to school or um, family routines that may impact diabetes care. At the end of the day, what we want is, is for them to be able to make those adjustments and feel confident in making those adjustments. Yeah, so, so when you look at um, the self-management behaviors that you're trying to teach, how has the um, Diabetes Center at Children's Mercy utilized uh, technology uh, in in teaching these behaviors? So diabetes is a very technology-driven disease. Um, one of the biggest technologies that we rely on is the use of insulin pumps. And about 80 to 85% of our type 1 patient population uses that insulin pump technology to manage their diabetes. It offers so much more flexibility to their everyday diabetes care. Um, it makes a lot less injections for kids, which they tend to really enjoy. And it gives um, the ability to titrate and to adjust things a little bit more tightly than we would be able to do with injections. 
then there's, of course, just a myriad of different technology options for ways that families can communicate back with us. We can see remotely what a blood sugar trend is doing. We can help manage and help make adjustments to insulin regimens because of that, because the families can give us that information over the internet or remotely, um, which has been a, a huge benefit to our patients and, and to our diabetes center. Yeah, so you know, it, it, looking at the whole program that you're about to start, you know, for 2017, um, like just give us a synopsis of what you hope to achieve um, with this new approach to your type one and type two diabetes patients. So our biggest initiative, our biggest goal, is to try and make the new onset experience a little less stressful for families, to make it a little bit easier to to digest, to be able to get them to where they need to be without causing a lot of undue burden, undue anxiety that we find can happen in the hospitalized setting. Um, our goal is to is to make sure that our patients getting ambulatory education are getting the same metabolic and glycemic outcomes that we see in our patients who are admitted and to make sure that we are um, helping our families just really adjust to diabetes as easily as, as possible. Yeah. Well, Dr. Um, McDonough, I want to thank you for the work that you're doing, and I really do wish you the best of luck. And I, you know, my gut feeling is that you're you you are on the right track on this, and I think you are going to be very successful. We appreciate um, that. And, and of course, yeah, and of course, thanks for coming on the show. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you go to children'smercy.org. That's children'smercy.org. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.